All right, what is up everyone? Woo, we are back and we are officially in the month of April, which means the month of 420. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> I like those air buzzer. Um, yeah, we're freaking excited about this month. As you can tell, um, we are your friends over here at your favorite podcast, We'd Like to Talk. Um, this is a Blackbird podcast and hosted by your friends, Hal. And Jamal. And today we're going to talk about 420, where the term originated, where it came from, why do we use it? Um, and April's here. And us stoners, we love this month. And everybody who smokes weed loves this month because it gives us an excuse to just like get really into weed for at least a week, you know? Definitely. Like, I feel like it used to be just for the day, but it's as years have gone by, at least in my experience, it's grown to a week and now it's the whole month of full celebration. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely gotten intense, I feel, especially last year because, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, last year, I was just going to say, was like the the climax of stoner holidays because it was for 2020. Um which we just had to celebrate from this the whole month was 420. yeah so we really had like, no excuse it's like weed's golden birthday you know exactly that's exactly <laughs> what it was well done um yeah so like today we want to talk about 420 as the term and how it kind of arose from nothing to now this huge thing that people celebrate for a whole month um and you know like most people have heard 420 i feel like i've even heard old people talk about 420 but most people don't really know where it started and you know we got to figure that out we got to tell we've got to inform the masses uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway so last year we were talking about it like last year was crazy and it, 420 happened i mean covid shutdowns happened right at the beginning of the month and so just like we here at Blackbird had planned a whole 420 event that had to get canceled because of the shutdowns, but a lot, it didn't stop a lot of people. The industry still had a huge celebration. There were so many online events, concerts, giveaways, um, just like deals across the industry. And yeah, like it, it was really cool. And so I think this year is also going to be really interesting. It's obviously not the golden birthday, but um, it's still going to be, I think, living up to try and like follow what happened last year. Yeah, definitely. And 420 is, you know, for people in the industry, it's one of the biggest uh, retail days of the year. So it's the busiest time. It's like almost like Black Friday, but for weed. And just because people are more aware of it. So even if people buy regularly, you know, I am someone who buys weed almost every single week, but still around 420, it's like, mm, I'm going to get something special, you know, something nice, something a little fun. I'll treat myself. Yeah. And um, it's just become something that I think everyone in the industry kind of looks forward to either, you know, the way that people in retail look at, at, at Black Friday, and that is with fear and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dread, but no, just kidding. But it, you know, it's a really busy day. And um it's also really exciting you get to meet a lot of people and in, in, you know under more normal circumstances there's usually events going on um you know concerts or people making food and all these brands showing up at dispensaries and it's a really cool kind of opportunity 
And I think it really draws people in as well who might not usually use cannabis or might not, you know, be interested in. They're like, oh, well, I'll make an excuse or, uh, you know, it's 420. So like, why not? Totally. I've definitely been in company with people who have done that. Oh, it's like, oh, 420. <laughs> shoot, this would be a really cool day to try weed for the first time. And it's like, yeah, it would be really yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it is really interesting to kind of see how um, things have changed and how things had to go completely online. We saw a lot of really creative approaches to how do you celebrate 420? Um, and, you know, people really didn't hold back and they and they just kind of still wanted to celebrate the plant. And I remember last year feeling even more justified because we'd just been deemed essential in all of these states. And so cannabis, you know, yeah. is a huge part of people's everyday lives. And that's why it's exciting to have a day of the year to kind of look back at it. Definitely. Also, just something I, I wanted to touch on that we haven't mentioned yet, but I think is like the byline, it's the underneath theme of 420 is it's a people coming together to smoke. And I feel like that's what the whole holiday feels like. It's just like a communal celebration of smoking and just like being together. Um, and I think it was really sad last year when it was this huge month, a lot of businesses, including us and just the community at large was planning and looking forward to it for so long. Um, I think it felt like a real like getting the wind knocked out of you of like, oh man, we were looking forward to having all these things that would bring us together with people in the industry or our friends. And it was really cool to see that people were still able to do that online. Like it really still felt communal. Um, I think some people did a really, really good job of bringing people together online. And it was right at the beginning of COVID. So people were like being innovative quick. Like it was very impressive to me just from a business standpoint and as an industry innovation online experience to see that happen so fast. It was so cool. And so I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen this year because we've had a year to learn how to be online totally. And like also things are starting to open up a little bit. It's going to be this weird hybrid of like the opposite of last year. Um, It'll be it'll be fun, I think. And I'm I'm looking forward to just whenever it is, it probably won't be this 420, but someday standing in a circle with my friends and sharing a joint <laughs> at 420 again. Yeah, me too. I'm ready to pass the blunt. <laughs> Real same. I want to put my lips on something that somebody else's lips have been on. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Anyway, that being said, <laughs> here's what <laughs> Blackbird <it>. has planned. <laughs> no, that being said, we do have some exciting stuff planned for the high holidays. And we're rolling out product guides to highlight some of our favorite products and some of our uh, uh, some of your favorite products from Blackbird Go menus and highlight them in a series of uh, you know articles and, and different lists of uh, products that you can maybe you've heard of and, and you want to know more about them or maybe you haven't heard of them. Um, and we're also going to be putting together some other exciting things. I know that Haley's going to show us how to roll a joint one of these days, which is going to be really exciting. We're also going to speak to some people about using cannabis different kinds of topical cannabis for different reasons. And uh, we're just kind of really excited. Yeah, I wish I was just filming. I mean, we are recording and filming this, but I was just <laughs> rolling this joint and I did it super fast. And it actually 
she looks, looks great. Pretty good. I'm pretty impressed. I did that. You know, I'm just impressed with my joint rolling skills. They've really gotten better over this last year. So <laughs> well I'm excited done. to do that. And yeah, I'm excited for our giveaway. So. Oh. Why don't you just share with the folks what the giveaway is about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oops. Did you not say that? I thought you said it. <laughs> um, we're going to be putting together a big giveaway bundle. Um, if you order something, anything on Blackbird Go from the date April 10th to 420, you will automatically be entered into a giveaway. And we won't give you too much right now of what's going to be in that giveaway, but let's just say it's going to be lit. You're going to want it. So um, stay tuned for that. Please follow us along on social media. We're going to be amping up the giveaway and all the stuff for 420 and also deals that are going to be going on. So stay tuned, fam. Take a breather. <laughs> Smoking and talking so fast, like, whoa, whoa, slow down, sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... um. Before we get totally into our history lesson, what are you smoking on over there? Uh, today, I'm smoking Wedding Cake from SVC, which I believe is Sun Valley Cannabis. I don't remember, actually. <laughs> but um, I really don't know much about the the manufacturer, but I do really like Wedding Cake. It's one of my favorite strains. Um, it's just kind of like really stony and sedative. And so you get kind of like the creative side as well as relaxed, which often I don't get them together. And then just Love rounding that. it off with um, a little one-to-one -one tincture from Camp. This is their Raindrops. And Camp, as you may remember from our, one of our other episodes, um, they're completely solventless. So even their tinctures are solventless. Um, and it really just tastes like like plant matter. And so they do a solventless extract and then they do an ethanol wash. Uh, Randy from The Source uh, gave us all the rundown on camp and it was, it's, it's pretty cool. It's very cool. Um, I'm excited to try some of their tinctures. Like I haven't really bought any new tinctures in a long time because I don't use them too much. So it takes me a long time to get through them, but I'm really looking forward to getting some from camp. Yeah, for all, um, all you um, tincture lovers, it is, you know, a best practice, if you didn't know, to stick or to keep your uh, product under your tongue for up to 60 seconds so that it really has time to absorb directly into the uh, to, into your bloodstream from underneath your tongue uh, versus when it goes through your digestive system, it takes a longer time for it to, to interact with your endocannabinoid system look at you coming in with the hot tips yeah there you go hot tips with jamel <laughs> live on the air <laughs> tune in yeah i love that um i'm smoking another strain from mojave and it's called space candy Ooh. i believe it's a nice hybrid that's got more indica notes than sativa um i remember reading the bio about it and it sounded so euphoric i was like i've got to give that one a shot um it's delicious so i usually i haven't smoked too much of it but when i have i've smoked it at night when i'm like watching tv so we'll see hopefully this doesn't put me into a trance but <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it'll be great i'm excited so let's get into the legendary history of the term 420. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I think that we should start by myth busting because there's a lot of stories about what 420 is that are not true, but they are like urban legends. Um, some are small, some are big, but, and most of them are pretty funny and they actually have like good reasons as to why people think that's what 420 is. So I'm wondering, do you have any urban legends? Um, not that I can think of. I think that what I always heard was that it was like, I'd, I always thought it was one of those things that if you play a record backwards, there's like a secret message. And I think I always thought that that was like the time of when you're supposed to do it. But I don't know. Like what? About that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. OK, that's like the craziest one I've heard ever. <laughs> Just dropping crazy facts on me. OK, um, I haven't heard that. But I don't remember like what the song was or why it was like you know around that yeah but i i've always thought of it as just like um less of a time more of like a slang i guess like people will call weed 420 in general right. especially like um online and stuff and like it still mm -hmm. is kind of a more covert way to say it i feel but i don't know i haven't yeah. i feel like i haven't heard a rumor about it in a long time <laughs> That's fair. I feel like when I learned most of these myths, I was in high school or maybe pre-college. Pre that is high school. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, space candy. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So these are like high school stories that I heard. I'm going to just list some of them. You tell me if you've heard them. Okay. Um, it's believed that 420 is the number of active chemicals in cannabis. Have you heard that? I feel like I have heard that, but yeah, that I'm, you don't I don't know if that's it. right. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, spoiler alert, none of these are right. So. <laughs> 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 but I appreciate that it still almost convinced you. Um, okay, so tea time in Holland. I don't know how that's relevant to weed, but that's somehow a very common theme is that it's, I guess that is just tea time in Holland, which I love. Wow. This is well, one I know, don't like. Holland, they have like, they're, they were like the first, you know, with legal cannabis. So. Mm, so they were just like lighting up joints with their tea. Yeah. They've that had like be... coffee shops and things where they sell weed for a long time. I feel like since the nineties or eighties. Yeah. Like, you say that. And now I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 so that's not true but that's probably true sometimes i'm sure people are lighting up at 420 with their tea okay this one i don't like um it's the birthday of hitler and for some reason people would celebrate that so er, moving oh. on yeah <laughs> um bob dylan's song everybody must get stoned there's a part of that song where it says the refrain from that song is called rainy day woman number 12 and 35. Now this is pretty like armchair experty thing. Uh, 12 multiplied by 35 equals 420. Does it really? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to quickly check it. Are you? Yeah. I'm not very good at fast math, but. Wow, it does. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's a pretty popular one. Um, this one is what I actually heard first when I was young. And it's funny because there's no truth in it at all. But the death of Bob Marley is what I heard. He was not, he didn't die on 420. 
And so then I also thought, oh, well, then maybe it's the birth. I would, maybe I just got it wrong. And they were like, no, that's not it either. And I looked that up and correct. It is not either his death or birthday. <laughs> um, another myth is that the Grateful Dead came up with the term. And that is not true, but you will learn later that they are involved. And then the last one that I know is a reference to a police code for cannabis related crimes. So like when they're plugging in a code on their scanner or whatever it is that police do, they would type in the number 420. <laughs> is that one not true? Mm -mm. According to this website I was on, it said it's not true, but. Wow. And I wonder, I wonder if there's places that use it now, you know what I mean? Like in the same way that people looking for weed would use 420. I wonder if there's oh, also I... places that do that. Right. Well, so there was another one on this list and I didn't include it cause I was going to talk about it later, but there is a bill that was passed that, okay. Number of a bill in us Congress that legalized weed. And so SB there was, in, yes, but that wasn't like where 420 came from. Right. It was used cause it was the weed bill. Yeah. So anyways, fun myths fully busted. <laughs> 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 and now an ad lib ad read let's pretend that i'm a customer and you're trying to sell me hi <laughs> <laughs> oh god is that your customer service voice <laughs> yeah <laughs> welcome in how's it going oh my god I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm doing great. Have you ever tried Incredible Edibles? Incredible Edibles? No, Incredibles. <laughs> Incredibles? Incredible Edibles? No, Incredibles. <laughs> I'm asking if they're edible. I said, have you ever tried? <laughs> okay. No, I haven't. <laughs> 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 No, I haven't had Incredibles. Give them a can try. I, can I try? <laughs> yes, I can. What the hell? <laughs> Were you good at your job? <laughs> I said, give it a try. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we take a different route. I got, yeah, I got too lit to be able to do this. <laughs> All right, buckle up, listeners. Here we go. So the real story can be traced back to San Rafael, California in 1971. The year was 1971. <laughs> Picture it. San Rafael, California, 1971. Stunning, gorgeous, idyllic. Blue skies, green trees, a soft wind in the air. There's five young California high school kids. Uh, teenagers, if you will, that used to hang out outside of their high school at 4.20 p.m. as a meetup spot. And their meetup spot was at a wall 
and they eventually felt inspired to come up with a nickname for this group of friends and they called themselves the Waldos because they hung out at the wall. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so this is back in 1971 when, you know, they really didn't have anything to do because <laughs> the internet didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely weren't listening to podcasts or, you know, creating a personal brand or anything. Um, <laughs> oh, jealous. <laughs> um, but they there was an urban legend that was around in San Rafael about a Coast Guard member who had planted a cannabis plant that he could no longer tend to. Um, and somehow the Waldos got a treasure map. And some people think that this Coast Guard person gave it to the teenagers, but I don't, I don't know. So who knows? They would we'll then use they would then use their meetings to go and like look for this like hidden secret abandoned plant in order to like get their free weed. Mm -hmm. Smart. Very smart. Um, yeah, so they would meet up at that spot on the wall at 420 before they would all conduct their search. Um, <laughs> and I guess that in case it's important for people to know, they were all student athletes in high school. So they were done with their practice right at 420, which is why that was the spot and or sorry, the time. But yeah, so they, apparently they never found the free weed. They didn't find the plant, but they did come up with the term that we all still use um which is even cooler maybe you know they're legends now in the cannabis world <laughs> those waldos kids um so yeah but that's just like the very beginning of the story because obviously like we all in our friend groups come up with weird things when we're young and they don't all spread to become global terms so what happened from there is that they actually were very well connected with the Grateful Dead, these high schoolers, <laughs> through their parents, <laughs> because one of the kids' dad like managed the real estate for the dead, and one of the other kids' brothers was best friends with the bass guitarist in oh, the shit. Grateful Dead. So they, they these kids were well connected, um, and because they were like in the same circles with the band, they would go to a lot of the shows and they started like smoking weed with people at the concerts and with the Grateful Dead. And whenever they would be talking about it, they would refer to it as 420 and it caught on with the Grateful Dead and all their followers. So wow. step one into hitting a global term. <laughs> Is no famous people. <laughs> yeah, like have, have good connections. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to San Rafael? I'm not sure. I've been to California and it all kind of blurs together from Sacramento until you hit about, um, you know, LA. <laughs> I know I get some heat for that. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Nevadan. <laughs> Are you one of the people also that's like, oh, all the California drivers on the freeway? I got to avoid the freeway. <laughs> that's a yes. I just know the side streets better, you know? <laughs> California is taking over. Just, uh, um, I think I've been to Centerville. So, yeah, it's oh, like Marin um, County. Yeah, yeah, Marin County. Um, it's a pretty small little place, but I've spent some time there because I had a close friend that lived there for a few years, and um, I was really surprised. I went to this party once, kind of behind Centerville, further up in Marin County. I'm not exactly sure what the area was, but it was 
very close and kind of up in the hills. And my friend that was driving me was like, oh, look, that house right there is Jerry Garcia's house, which I, oh, for you, Jerry Garcia is in Grateful Dead. Oh, okay. It was like the <laughs> ice cream guy. <laughs> Cherry Garcia, Cherry <laughs> <Giant laughs> House. Okay, no, sorry. But anyways, and so then I was asking my friend all these questions. I was like, "That's such a random place for someone that famous to have a home," because um, we're up in the middle of nowhere in a small town in California. But apparently, the Grateful Dead has a very rich history in Marin County, and that made sense once I was living there and like there was constantly deadhead events going on revival concerts anyway so san rafael is like where grateful dead i don't want to say like is from because i don't know that but like <laughs> there's a large presence a very wow. large presence there wow yeah just a fun I, fact <sighs> i really don't know anything about the grateful dead like my parents one is an immigrant i mean your parents are your mom's an immigrant as well but like my dad the English music he knew came from like the 1940s because it just was like all they had access to and then my mom grew up super religious so the only thing that she listened to was like Madonna so there's a whole like from 1980 to 19 until you hit like Elvis I don't know any American music in that time because mm. it just is like a gap in my yeah you know like a lot of people grow up with dads who listen to the, like dad rock and I just didn't so I have like a weird yeah like a blind spot <laughs> yeah so you can't really get down on like yacht rock parties <laughs> yeah i don't not really i don't think so i mean i haven't I can't tried imagine but... you i can't <laughs> even imagine you at one uh, that's so funny yeah no but that makes sense like i think grateful dead is one of those bands that's so big that like everybody knows who they are but i feel like it's a very niche kind of person too or like a community like they have a hardcore community similar to the fish folks that are out there now that'll follow them anywhere but i do feel like at large in society like it is kind of a niche liking like i know that my dad like dabbled lightly in the grateful dead but he wasn't like a deadhead you know God, and they say white people don't have culture <laughs> <laughs> This is white people culture. <laughs> you just, I have no idea who Fish is. <laughs> I see. Okay. Well, look them up. They have like a cult like following. It's, I shouldn't say that. That might trigger people, but it's crazy. Like, similar to how Grateful Dead had like this almost like festival energy when they threw a concert, people would like camp out. Um, yeah. So they're like the little monsters of, <laughs> of the 1970s. Yes, exactly. Pause exactly. Up. Pause. But <laughs> smoking a lot more weed and wearing tie-dye and like not showering, probably. <laughs> <laughs> According to this photo that I am using as my backdrop. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but it's something that you said before we got on the call was like, I don't know too much about the Grateful Dead, but I know the little bears. Like that's how I felt too. Like I never knew their music or anything, but I knew the brand, the like look of the Grateful Dead was iconic. <laughs> and so I saw it everywhere. I also, my mom owned a dance studio that was down in Midtown um, where India Kebab is now. Yeah. And India Kebab used to be split into two businesses. And one was a health food, organic like, vegan restaurant. And one was a bead and incense store. So like the people that frequented down there in the 90s were 
Grateful Dead, punk, hippie, vegan hippies of the 90s in Reno. And I used to just go down there and hang out all the time. And their walls were covered in the Grateful Dead stuff. And I loved the bears. Like I remember being a little kid and just feeling so happy in that store because I was like, look at all these cute bears. And I also, when I was like getting old enough to understand what tattoos were and that I could maybe get one one day, I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo of those Grateful Dead bears. <laughs> I was like eight, but um, <laughs> all that all that to say that like I didn't know that Grateful Dead was a band for a very long time, like way longer than that. I just like remember being around people that loved them and just like the design and the anyways, I'm getting so far into this Grateful Dead shit. <laughs> Who cares really? <laughs> I think the only song that I know or the only thing I think of when I hear Grateful Dead is the fucking I think it's Don Henley song and it's like Sing song it head stick around a Cadillac little voice inside my head said don't look back you can never look back whoa yeah. that was fun I thought <laughs> I knew what love was <laughs> what did I know hmm. what song is that I have no idea but I am vibing <laughs> I can't see you Brown skin oh, in the sun. Got your head pulled back and your sunglasses <laughs> on, baby. <laughs> oh my God. What is that song? <laughs> Boys of I Summer. I can see you. Yeah. Wow. What a hit. You took me, it took me a while to figure out what you were singing, but I was really enjoying it. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell that that's not your normal um, genre. Like, no. You start singing Natalie and Bruglia, and I am in it. That, that took a second. <laughs> yeah i that's where like i think i knew what a deadhead was before i knew what the grateful dead was <laughs> yeah i think that's kind of what i'm saying is like i yeah. didn't know that it was even a band i knew it as a cultural thing yeah like who knows what these like people are people into are just like that yeah. <laughs> yeah all right all right all right so there's a little bit more to this story so yeah when these high school kids <laughs> would attend grateful dead concerts or events they'd pass the joint and say hey 420 and it just started catching on like with the bands that were touring with the Grateful Dead and the, you know, the the people who helped them travel and whatever and the people that they like hung out with. And at a Grateful Dead concert in Oakland, California in 1990, Stephen Bloom, a young reporter from High Times magazine, heard the term 420 for the first time. Bloom was wandering through the congregation of hippies that would gather before dead concerts. And a deadhead handed him a flyer that said, we're going to meet at 420 on 420 for 420-ing in Marin County at the Bolinas Ridge Sunset Spot on Mount Tom... Tamal... <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Tamil Pies? I don't Tamil know. I don't... Tamil Pies? <laughs> I'm trying to think of how a Californian would say it. Tamal Pies? I feel like... Tamil Pies. Tamil Pies. <laughs> It's more like West Texas. Tamil yeah, pies. Was... <laughs> um, oh, Bloom wrote a God. story about this term in the magazine, which launched uh, the the world into awareness. High Times really was the first cannabis kind of publication, and it was broadly um, distributed, and so it carried the term 420 to where it is now. And it's crazy to th like really the way that 420 is a cultural um experience and i think particularly in california i my favorite 420 i spent in san francisco um and oakland and just like you know visiting different dispensaries 
the very first stop we made was at Blunt and Moore, which is a black owned dispensary in Oakland. And they had like people, they had two different food trucks outside. They had like prizes at the door and everybody was still super nice as well. And like, even though there was a line around the building, it was like, um, people were excited to be there. And this was in 2018, I think. So pre COVID, but it was, it was cool to like, see how, like whenever you see a lot of people who are brought together by cannabis at once, you truly see how many different communities and how many different like people are involved in this industry and how many people this plant affects and impacts. And I think like in the same way that people resonate with the deadheads and how so many people can be deadheads that the same that like cannabis truly does bring people together that you would never expect to have so much in common. Totally. Yeah. And I think like, the whole vibe of coming together, smoking weed together, it's a unifying experience and it's fun when you're in a city or a large gathering where it feels like everyone around you is like looking to do the same thing as you, which is just like chill out, smoke some weed and have fun with new people. And I also have had some fun for 20 events um, living in California for a while. I witnessed a couple uh, 420s in Haight and Ashbury in California or in San Francisco, which is, you know, where it feels like you're still kind of in hippie dumb every once in a while. Like it's just covered with like naked people and tie dyed people. And everyone's just like having a good time. People are drumming. It smells like Cherry Garcia everywhere. <laughs> Cherry Garcia is there <laughs> everywhere. Really? <laughs> oh my God. But I haven't really been, to anything like that big in a lot of years and um yeah most of my 420 events are like events 420 memories are with just like a couple friends going to a park um for the longest time in reno they would celebrate earth day on 420 and so i also in high school put together that okay 420 must have something to do with Earth Day because it makes sense. Everyone's coming together. We go to Earth Day and Earth Day in Reno, the event is like a little outdoor fair where there's or festival. They have music playing and it's and they sell a bunch of there's a lot of vendors there and a lot of people there encouraging you to compost. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a wonderful hippie day. It honestly used to be a day that my best friend and I in high school would look forward to and like make a whole plan about um yeah and it was so fun and so like i think for me it's always been about that kind of gathering outside and rain or shine just like hanging out with people outside and like not being on phones and not watching tv but like intentionally enjoying the outdoors yeah definitely <sighs> so that's it that's 420. <laughs> She's done. She's gorgeous. <laughs> we would love to hear what are some of the myths that you have heard about the origins of 420. You can submit us a voice message by heading to our anchor page, anchor.fm forward slash blackbird go. Um, or you can always send us an email at marketing at myblackbird.com. Mm -hmm. Or slide into those DMs, baby. Those DM doors are always open. Um, and yeah, we would be happy to discuss some of the more some more myths you know i don't know how many more there are out there but i'm sure there are plenty i wonder what people in like india think 420 is 
or people in Brazil. I wonder if they say 420 there. That's interesting to think yeah, about. Any, anyone listening from Brazil? Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> Have anything else you want to add? <laughs> um, 420 pokes mott. It's 420 four somewhere. <laughs> Did I just beat you? <laughs> I should have just kept going. We would have been in, in unison. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a magical moment. We wow. can do it together. It's 420. <laughs> oh, no. Do you do three, two, one, and? I don't remember. <laughs> it's 420 somewhere. It's 420 somewhere. It's 420, <laughs> it's 420, it's 420 somewhere. somewhere. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy cow. That's going to be my new ringtone. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for our History of 420 episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and supporting our podcast. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Blackbird. If you're interested in buying weed, Right now, head to blackbirdgo.com and see what menus are available near you, see what services we have near you, and order some weed. Head to our Discover page, our blog, that has so much information about what's going on in the world of weed. And yeah, follow us on Instagram at shopblackbirdgo and blackbirdgo everywhere else. We appreciate your support and we can't wait to talk to you in two weeks when 420 the actual day is here until then buy some weed smoke some weed vibe out have fun enjoy the sun we'll see you next time <laughs>